Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, you have now entered Squared Circle 101, you got your man, the Titalian Stallion, Mr. Sunil here, my picky ring's always shining, now with me, he could be the first man sold in the sex slavery so pretty, just be careful in Jamaica, my man, my man Shooter. Hey, man, just like it's been when I go to any country, man. Okay. Nine times out of ten, I'm the biggest person there. I'll yeah. be all right, man. I hope, I hope your girl took some self-defense classes to protect you. <laughs> Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Squared Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101, baby. The champ is here. And don't forget to tell you that. Download that Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. Yeah. Are you ready? How you feeling? You feeling better now? Nah, man, my allergies is killing me. But I just want to let you know, man. You know, you know, since we upgraded, you know, from the the regular standalone mic that we yeah. had to to what we got now, man, we're we're pretty high tech. You know, you ain't gotta yell as much, man. You're you're, you're messing up my decimal levels. <laughs> your decimal levels. Turn around here, and ask man. me just, for a heifer with cheese. Hey, yo, hey, yo, B. No, I'm seriously, man. You'll be here off the brick just because look at your voice decibels, man. You're too high. Just relax, man. I'm trying I to get you hype. You over here hey, sleeping hey, around. Hey, first of all, bro. <laughs> hey, just like I tell Cass when I was on the court, man. Hey, I step out the bed warm. I don't gotta warm up. First bar will fix those decibels. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna tell you right now. I wanna make sure I wanna make sure the neighbors are hearing me. Hey, you ain't gotta I wanna make sure everybody's hearing me and download that Square Circle app. Make sure you tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody about it, cause we are here, we're coming, baby, and that's not a pause slang word. How you feeling? You feeling good though? Yeah, I'm all right, man. Look forward to this little vacation. I'm, I'm, Everybody I'm needs che- one. I'm, I'm checked out, man. So that you know, it's like when mm-hmm. you get ready to leave. Even though the first part of my trip is a work trip, yep. The second part is actually vacation. So mm-hmm. it's just like now, it's like I'm working, but I, I really don't feel like it, man. Well, I need already, to clock already... in right now and get down to business, baby. Hey, man, this is easy, man. This is that's hey, right. I do this on a weekly basis, man. Now that I hope I got everybody else hyped. And if you want to get more hyped, do better than yesterday and be better with the best. Four years running. Yep. King 5 Evening Magazine, probably going to take five. RCS Games sold out, but this is RCF CrossFit. This is fitness. This is wellness. Check them out. Tell them I sent you three-week free trial. They have three locations. If you're near it in western Washington, we get a lot of listeners out here. Just check them out. And you'll find out where you're at. And if it's if it's for you, you, you'll love it. After you sign up, that's for sure. Oh, special shout out to Lo, uh, one of the owners. My, happy birthday, my personal trainer. Yeah, man. Happy birthday, man. Uh, St. Patrick's Day birthday. Yep. Uh, we actually had everybody from all the gyms come down, man. Like a mm-hmm. little surprise. So not only nice. it was during the open, we had everybody there. We mm-hmm. we celebrated his birthday, got some good workouts in. And, it was uh, just and let me guess, really you guys good. all gave, the, gave, gave went in there and gave him like the impossible workout script thing that nobody could do is that what it was no we, is that, was that his birthday ba- present they ba- made him they timed him yeah but no basically man so no he had his hard workout that he almost blew his back out doing but everybody Ooh. almost did it was it was hilarious man but it was Wait, a good was time blew his back out pause pause yeah man but no special shout out to him man rcf man you uh there's not enough I can say about it. Just get down there, try it out. It's either going to make Shout you Shout out to you, you, my man, because uh, well, I, I wished him happy birthday, and uh, he told me that you've been putting in a lot of work. So. Oh, man. Hey. Mm-hmm. And, and my like, response hey. to him was, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Nah, but hey, actually, um, I think yeah, I think in the draft, you know, because they, they do the coaches do like a fantasy mm-hmm. workout for the opens. I was the number two pick overall, man. Yep. Yeah, so, Wait, I mean. Number hey. two? Yeah, number two. I mean, I'm disappointed in Well, nah. The, um, How fine gra- was number one? 
She's pretty sexy. Okay, I knew then, it. Uh, I knew it. I knew, <laughs> it. She, I knew she, it. She's pretty sexy. No, but also she's literally the best female th- in all the gyms too. Are we so. talking about looks or fitness? Fitness. Okay. Yeah. So she's she's the best female. So I can understand Ranking her going number one. She's pretty high on the rankings. Okay. okay. Yeah. So. I'm sorry. I'm a sexist pig. No, nah, no, I understand. No, that's why I, I feel like I'm, I'm not asking just for me. But You're asking for all the listeners too. They, they, might, just, they might just show up and say, hey, hey, uh, I'm here for the number one pick. No, you was drinking without me, man. Uh, you, uh, know you know, I got you know, to work out after this. Yeah. I, I figured if uh, I don't want to drink alone, I'm, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a happy, sad place at the same time. Because I'm like, just for the listeners out there. Hold on, let, let's get motivated a little bit more. Hey, Make so, sure you check them out, rcf.com forward slash contact, three-week free trial. Before we t- get to the next thing here, still on RCF, I spoke to Lowe, and we're going to see about getting the logo, what it's going to cost just to get it everywhere around there. No yeah. booth, but just the logo. Yeah. So if that happens, I expect you to walk in and take off our shirt. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right, so sounds good. Because um, in this way, you're not just the only one... Doing it. I mean, not, I mean, not the only one. Obviously, has a man taking off his shirt because every man because that's one of those things. Okay. You know what's weird? Go ahead. Let's just keep going. Oh, I man. Start, I start rambling. <laughs> let's get this started, baby. I'm feeling Boy, good now. Boy, you start rambling. That's mm-hmm. just what you do. We wouldn't have a show for your ones for your rambles. Sonio, aka the rambling man. Hey, so check this out. It um. How we winning? So no no I'm, okay, I'm okay, getting okay. In, I'm getting into how we okay. winning man. And you guys, we will get to boxing. We will I'm get sorry, to boxing. I, we we promise. We promise. So so yesterday. So we're in the middle and. I'm going to give you the big old run-around story before I get to there. So yesterday, we're, we're in the middle of doing our workouts. Everybody do their, does their redos because Monday's the last day we can do it. And then, so his main people, like it's me, another guy named Kyle, and then the number one pick, Hillary. We're, we're all sitting here talking about like an extra day of the week that we're going to go in there and just focus on one particular thing to work mm-hmm. on and get better, just like everything. And then so we was laughing, and I'm like, yo, we have sitting here to do this. And then it reminded me of this quote. That uh, Bruce Lee said, he was like, I don't fear the man who practiced a thousand different kicks one time. I fear the man who practiced one kick a thousand different times. times. Yep. So it's like perfecting your craft. Yep. And then, so we're all sitting here looking at it, and, and Kyle's like, hey, yo, man, that, that's actually a really good quote. Yeah. And, and then he was like, they was like, you know, you should write a quote every week for us or something like that. And I was like, well, there's okay. an app you can download. <laughs> I like, uh, love yeah, subscribe like to iTunes. Just, I was like, just like that. And I was just like, Okay, I'm going to be lazy with it. So the quote that I'm going to use for this show, I'm going to do it the next week. But at the same time, so now I'm just going to be writing quotes for here and then also uh, RCF. But really simple. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Ooh, I like that. You like that? Ooh. Yeah. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Um, What did they say? You know, the definition of insanity right doing the same thing over and over and, and expecting, expecting different, different results result. that's right man so don't complain about your position and where you're at mm-hmm. nothing will change if nothing, nothing changes, changes man so yeah that's that's a great quote because that's something that i experience almost every day all the time and i try to mix it up because when you when you got that clock in nine to five or whatever it is yeah. it's easy to fall into the, the groove it's, it's easy to fall into a groove and i kind of switch it up every once in a while just for the simple fact that there's a lot of I, I have a lot of quotes written down and stuff like that. Not not all from me. Most of them actually not from me, but that I find. But they're kind of the same thing, so I just spread it out. But, like, that's still a daily reminder that you need. Yeah. So, like, if you're stuck in that rut and you, and you need to do better, think about it. Think about what you can do to change your position. Wow. 
Getting quotes Shooters using From his sex life I appreciate that You're welcome wow. man that's, Now we know everything That's hey, deeply rooted hey, from I got your that book. from Malia Change <laughs> position That's right New position uh, New <laughs> He's like What uh, would I do If this was sex right now And that's how I'll change this I would change I would change the position I would yeah. flip it over And that's how we get it moving That's how we get it started baby. <laughs> <laughs> Okay oh, Now man. that we wasted The first 10 minutes Of the show Doing nonsense back, man. Let's, let, let's get to it Let's man. talk about Alexander Gustick Versus Mari Amar or Midi Amar, sorry. Now, they had to search far and wide to find this guy, ranked number eleven. But he has a he uh, doesn't fight that often. Boxing is not his first profession, and he got a world title. I want to say eliminator fight, right? Because I don't think Gustick is a title champion. While you're looking that up here, Alexander Gustick is the bigger version of Lomachenko style-wise because he's also trained by his fighter, yep. who's a very good fighter. Um, I think uh, I don't think he's as good as everybody thought with the performance he put on, even though he did have a dominating See, one. See, this is how me I know me and you are two horses in sync in the carriage, man, nice. because this was... T- it wasn't a bad performance, but it's just not what we're used to seeing uh, as far as Alexander mm-hmm. Guzik. Like, this was his worst I was more impressed with me. Medium R than Alexander Guzik. Yeah, it was. It just... You know what? I, it, whenever I find... Whenever I have a fight that's, like, unentertaining like this mm-hmm. one, and Guzik got the unanimous decision, whatever, he came up with the one season. He's... Guzik was getting caught with some shots. I thought uh, Medium R... I thought he did his job as much as possible, but Guzik wasn't a sharp. Whenever I watch a fight like this and it's I'm unentertained by it, I find other things to talk about. Okay. How does Teddy Atlas feel about Timothy Bradley taking his job? I'm starting <laughs> so, to think. So, so, I'm starting so, to think so, Timothy Bradley like what he asked him to be his trainer. His entire intentions was to take his job because they had one fight together. He retired. And the next thing we know, Timothy Teddy's Bradley's there, Teddy's gone. Just like that. That's what, that's what I'm sitting here thinking. I'm sitting here thinking in the middle of this fight. I'm like, wow. Man, Teddy Atlas. I mean, now, granted, I like Teddy's keys to victory. When he got in the ring and he showed you how to, like, that's I the love one thing that. I, I want to, they could bring that back with Timothy Bradley. They, they really could. They, yeah. They should. They really could. They should. I think uh, Timothy Bradley and Teddy Atlas, I think mm-hmm. they'd be good together to show different perspectives. Unfin- like unfortunately, they, we, yeah. we, we ain't going to see Teddy Atlas on TV yeah, anymore. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, I don't want to see him commentary made it, commentating. No, but that's good though. But like, we can you still just use have him for that. Them. Yeah, you can still use him for that, man. So that, that that's the one thing. That's a great idea. That's the thing I, ESPN, I thought. I, you're of, welcome. I, that's what I took from the fight. Yeah. How does Tim, Teddy Atlas feel about Timothy Bradley taking yeah. his job? That's and I funny. just thought about. I, I just thought about that. That's those are the things I think of when I'm not entertained with the fight. So I will think of other things. Yeah. Later on down the road. Yeah, it's just like that Chappelle show when you guys talking to him. He's like, that's what he's thinking in his head. That's all he's thinking. Now, Alexander Gustick, every time he rocked Mediamar, Mediamar started firing back. And he hurt him in the last round, but just didn't have enough firepower to make it a changing moment in the fight. But he did rock him hard, and he stood his ground. And Mediamar will get more work because of this. So hopefully it might be able to help him Keep some buzz going, and maybe this could be his first job. Who knows? Yeah, um, I thought uh, Alexander Guzdik. I thought he, um, I thought he did a good job in protecting himself. This he is at really, one seventy five. Right? Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't take uh, any risks. Mm-hmm. Like he got the job done and got him out of there. Now this is a guy who walked in fourteen and zero with twelve knockouts. So like he has a pretty high percentage knockout ratio. But like this, he went. He went against a guy. I want to see more of Lomachenko's dad's fires. 
Because does he train them all the same way, or does he fit them, or does he train them to their to their needs, or their or their skill set? I'm sorry, to what their skill set is. Because Oleksandr Usyk is just like the bigger version of Lomachenko, but not as I don't know. His, but his movement's a little different. You can yeah. tell Lomachenko is is more of a master of the style yeah. than than Guzdik is. So I want to see if this is the only training style he knows. Because this this could be his only two big fighters. We'll see. Well, that one seventy five division, he will definitely be able to find well, we're out. We're gonna find out because I was just about to get into that with Guzdik because he wants the winner. He's hoping Badu Jack wins because he believes that's the fight that that could actually get made unless Stevenson doesn't win. I think he needs to start looking at that entire division. And now looking at the top dogs, we got Kovalev, Betterbeev, Bivol, and Don, Adonis Stevenson. Can Guzdik beat any of those four? No. Not not with that performance no. we saw. No, not, not at based on that all. performance at no, all. Not at all. Even Adonis Stevenson, I will give him the head nod over yeah. that, though. So depending on how, unless he's tired of being champ, which he should be from holding on to that belt as long as he is. But I would give the he Adonis He was a Steve- pimp. I mean, if that was a profession, how tired of hookers can you really get? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on that one right there. You get tired of women, period, man. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to get and hard to get rid of sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so I, I would give uh, every champion in that division the, the heads up over uh, Alexander Gustick. So... Well, I want to get into the main event of the fight first because it wasn't technically the main event to me. It wasn't at all. But how many, like, we had a title belt championship at 140 Mm -hmm. in a super lightweight division. But because... You know know, boxing is the most racist sport? The biggest event is St. Patrick's Day, a 5-0 fighter as the main event in New York. Uh, The other one is a Mexican fighter fighting on Cinco de Mayo. That's how racist boxing really is. No, it's playing to the crowd. It's it playing to. It it's playing to. Hey, man, let's have a fight party. A hey, single de mile, and everybody's there. like, and, you know, whoa, and Canelo's fighting. And Canelo's fighting. So it's Weird. just like it makes sense marketing wise. It's like boxing. You know, since there's no season, you got to maximize your money throughout the year. So that that's all it is. It's marketing. So why wouldn't you have Mickey Conlon fighting oh. on St. Patrick's Day? He's, you know what the best thing about it is everybody calls him like well I call him Mick Conlon. Mick Conlon, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah the, so I, the Italians used to call Irish Mix. Yeah. <laughs> they call him Mick. So, <laughs> and I, so when when I say Mick Conlon, I don't mean it as a diss. It just kind of rolls off the tongue that way. But his name is Michael, uh, Michael Conlon. Conlon. Yeah. yeah but at the same time, is I with the accent. Yeah. With the accent, it being Irish, and then also Brad Pitt from Snatch, <laughs> named what, Mickey. Right. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say Mickey Mickey Conlon yeah. every he's time. He's like, my name's Michael. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, he, kn- like, he knocked right, out Mickey. David Burner in two rounds. Yeah, in two this rounds. Is- uh, the first one, the first he caved his body shot in. But what's really funny is watching that the first time mm-hmm. after the body shot did hurt him. He kind of scoop hooked him and, and, and right kind of threw him down right now. Right away. And so I didn't even see the body shot yeah. before, and I was like, that's not a threw, knockdown. Yeah, he threw face down. It still wasn't a knockdown, yeah. but at the same time, the body yeah. shot did hurt yeah, him. He probably would have knocked yeah. him down still if he would have yeah, came no. with if punches. He, if but. he didn't push him, like kind of scoop him down like that face first, he would have stayed down anyway, so that's for sure. So yeah. it's uh, – and what's funny is, like, he actually – did you see him switch to southpaw? Mm-hmm. Switched to Southpaw, so that was something new that we haven't seen from uh, Mickey Conlon. He did do it in his last fight, but he he went back to the other yeah, side. Yeah, he went yeah he went back to Orthodox, but he stayed Southpaw. Had that Terrence Crawford had a Terrence Crawford going yeah, on I was, against that's him. That's where I was going. He was just about to say because mm-hmm. he stayed in there. Maybe he saw something that was mm-hmm. new. So maybe this kid is learning because he didn't take as many chances as he did in his last fight. So. I don't know, as maybe after he saw Shakir Stevenson, what he mm-hmm. did in this fight, because those two are going to forever be linked and mm-hmm. intertwined, kind of mm-hmm. like Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield, yep. like just from the Olympics till mm-hmm. now. So it's, 
I want this kid to learn because, like, even though I love Shakir Stevenson's uh, skill set, and of course because he's black, I want Mickey Conlon to be very, very good because we later because be we want we want we want it to be the best of best because later on it's down the line movie, the five six years down the line yes. you want these two to meet and you want you want the Floyd Mayweather Diego Corrales mm-hmm. type thing you yep. want to see this guy. so yes I want him to, I want him to learn I want him to be a good fight I want him to be a good fighter mm-hmm. just so we can have that for the it's going to be great the for two the undefeated greats yeah and it's one of those things sometimes where fighters can even mess up their own promotions but you have to make the fight happen so it doesn't pass mm-hmm. like uh, Devin Alexander versus Timothy Bradley two zeros on the line title unification but that was a fight that wasn't ready for a primetime promotion that could have been but they didn't build it up right Mick Conlon could be on that crash course with Shakur Stevens if they Stevenson if they both continue this yeah. this train mm-hmm. and they will collide in the middle somewhere hopefully um, I, that's a great fight hopefully one day we get to talk about it but Mick Conlon you could be starting the beginning of a green weekend for boxing every weekend we might I would like to see and I would like to see this every St. Patrick's Day Keep that theme going because it, it, it will always give me a date to look forward to. And, and, I, and I love that about like, boxing. And especially with – even though this kid is 5-0, and oh, he already took over St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. They were just talking about it in uh, in an interview that he had before his fight started, how you know he sold out Madison Square Garden in his debut or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when you get those like those like Mayweather's fight cards on Cinco de Mayo mm-hmm. weekends, like Canelo's fight cards aren't the same as Mayweather's, but they're, they're doing all right. So – We'll have something forward to look to on St. Patrick's Day, you know, as far as boxing and whatever else is going to be on those fight cards. So maybe he can make something, make a oh. maybe he can make a whole Irish thing. You know, sure. we get the. I mean, they played the Scott or the bagpipes when he walked out, and yeah. House of Pain when he won. Yeah. So we know the theme, and we know yeah. what's going on here. And that's he right. and he plays to it, and that's what you do in marketing. So mm-hmm. like, I was a fan of it. It was a good fight. Great. It was a great fight card for the most part. I mean, yeah, you, everybody was a great prospect. You know, you had a championship fight. You had Mickey Conlon finishing it off. Yep. I had no problem with the weekend, and I thought it was great. And let's yep. continue. That. It was good. I like McCollin. I like him a lot, and uh, and I like Shakur Stevenson a lot. So I'm, I'm glad that we're going to be able the way Top Rank is to basically televising their entire career. We get we've been able to watch pretty much the first fight they first professional debut to their fifth, sixth, and seventh. And so. be able to sit there, and you know what? I think this is at a. I think one thing I think I'm blessed to be able to do this show here with you. You're welcome, but at the same time is, oh. yeah, but at the same time is. Um, with us being Square Circle 101 and starting this on our second year, mm-hmm. our second full year, yeah. um, once July we start will be to two get, years officially. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, being in our second year, we're gonna be able to follow more people from the beginning of their careers and then definitely go over how they blossom or whatever. Yeah. So like I, I think it's and it's great because especially from the Olympics, you know, Shakira Stevenson and Mickey Conlon seeing exactly how they started, and then even Mickey Conlon goes when he talked about how he thought he won the gold. And he gave everybody the finger after the bad decision was made. So and he was like, people. he was like, he was like, he was like, well, it wasn't to the people. people, it was to the judges. And yeah. he was like, and I still don't, he was like, and I, I still don't feel, I don't regret it. I love that. I love that. I love, I love that. It. No regret. You thought you, you thought you got robbed. You, something that you worked for mm-hmm. and it was out of your hands. I love that. So just stay, stay who you are. Stay yep. true to, stay the true to who you're being. And we're, we're a fan of you on the show. Yep. Now. <clears throat> Next up was what I thought was the main event, the actual title fight of the uh-huh. night. Jose Ramirez versus Amir Aman, um, Young Master, baby. Young Master, man. One of my uh, fighters that I really loved. Um, I still thought... I'm going to... Go ahead. I want to... Amir Aman, I thought he looked really good. 
But they, the commentary had it right when I thought they said that he was kind of just outwilled. I thought it, I had this, I had this fight probably five four. I had it, I had almost even going into the ninth round. I had an almost even fight. Maybe even one round up was uh, Ramirez. Go just keep going talking. into the ninth keep, round, keep and then from there, that last three rounds, Jose Ramirez stepped it up when Amir Mon didn't. He showed will when he fought back at certain times when Jose Ramirez was just he was he was just. Nuts, unstoppable. You saw there was something else behind him driving him to win this fight. I, I, I didn't like how the, some of the commentary was just kept leaning towards Jose Ramirez, but they had a lot of good points as far as his aggression. And I and I saw Amir Mon just slipping a lot of punches where it, it could have looked like it was something bigger, but a lot of those punches were slipping on the ropes. And a lot of times the judges are still going to give that aggression to the guy throwing the punches, regardless of punch stats or anything like that. All right, so here's the scorecards. So... Uh, Jose Ramirez won unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, 111, 117, 113, 115, and 108, 120. Yeah. I, I had this like 116, 112, maybe. I'm closer to the 108, 120. Really? I thought it was damn near a shutout. We've seen we've seen this from Amir Mom, and yeah. this is a fighter that I like. He cannot handle pressure, not mm-hmm. in the big moments, but when somebody stays yeah. on top of you. Nobody in the one. Let, let, let me before mm-hmm. I put my foot in my mouth. Let, before I put my foot in my mouth, let me let me check right here. So it's not finished. Nobody in the one forty division is a better boxer than Amir Mom. Nobody. There is nobody in one forty who is a better overall boxer than. Nope. Yep. You're right. Yep. Nobody's a better boxer than him. But if you put pressure on him, but and, and, he cannot stay. He he cannot keep you funny. off of him. That's the funny thing about it. I don't get like Adrian Granados is not better than him. Jose Ramirez, Ramirez, you have the not, one style that can beat every pressure boxer, but you can't beat the. But the, you cannot the one. do it, and yeah. it's just and that's, that's one of those things. Like and that. that's and that's one thing. It, it makes me so mad. It's just like you have all the components because like. Sean Porter didn't knock down Adrian Granados. No. You did in the second round. You have the power, but it just seems like, you know, one thing when I saw that was different in the and we we discussed this that was different in the Andre Ward mm-hmm. uh, Sergey Kovalev the second fight, when Sergey Kovalev hit Andre Ward with a power shot, mm-hmm. it clicked right away and Andre Ward came right back. He yep. was like, I have to match that. It yep. may not be as hard, but as soon as I get hit, he I needs have to, to know do that. I'm coming. He needs to know that he I'm coming back know. right after that. Yep. So every time that Amir Mom got hit with Jose Ramirez, who stayed on top of him, pause. <laughs> well, Amir Mom just took the shots. Now, one thing I will say, Amir Mom got a chin. He got a chin. Because some of these nut shots, I, they I wish, I need Steve Willis. Yeah. I need referee Steve Willis in this fight just, just, for, just so just I can watch him the whole time. Because some of the shots that Amir Mom was taking was were deadly and could have put almost anybody down. And the fact that he survived, especially like the round eight and the round nine onslaught, uh, it, it was it was crazy. It, both of his losses looked the same. Yeah. So Miramom. Just said one was knockout, one was it. Now, when he did lose to Adrian Granados, he said he, he was a lot of overconfident, lack of training, and was struggling to make weight. Well, and, this is the same person. Same this person. The same person. Yep. So are you going to give us the same excuses? That's very racist. Just because Granados and Ramirez are both Hispanic. Whatever. They fought the same. Yeah, it might as well have been. They fought the exact same. It might as well have been the same. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure if I was. And even though he beat down Amir Aman the way he did, I'm not sure if Jose Ramirez is. I'm not sold on him. I, this to me, he still could be a one and done moment thing because, as he knew he had the city of Fresno all over it. All they kept all they kept talking about was his labor job at the age of 14. 
You know, if I became a fighter, my, the story would be that I, I lived across roofers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it was just a teenage job, you know? And, and it's a rough thing to do because when they said he was picking fruit in the fields, then I heard California, and I was like, oh, okay, never mind. Now, uh, are we going to mention that because they illegally snuck in, maybe, to get no, there no. and get that job? And now, then, now you're getting racist. Well, I mean, you know, the change of the story is now this is illegal child labor, but let's just talk about how he had a job at 14 instead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, <laughs> but I want to see what he's going to do with his first offense because we have Kirill Relic, which would be an awesome fight against Jose Ramirez. Yeah. And then we have, uh, who's the other guy? Mikey Garcia. You can't beat Mikey Garcia. No. That's for sure. And then, see, that's Mikey Garcia still hasn't gone up and fought at, did he fight at 140 yet? He, yeah, he just got, yeah, his he got last the fight was, his last fight was, uh, beat Sergey Lipinitz. Yeah, so. Do you think, do you think Jose Ramirez could beat a Sergey Lipinitz? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a pick em fight. That's a pick em fight. I think it's, it's a good 50-50. I'm with you on that one. But, to me, that would be convincing. If he could beat Lipinitz, who held his own really well against Mike Garcia, I'm convinced he's a real deal. And it usually, a lot of times, we will go over people's, uh, a lot of these fighters' boxing records and be like, to see who we fought together mm-hmm. here. Amir Mom, I still, like, even though I think he's a great boxer, I still couldn't give Jose Ramirez the the go-ahead, like, oh, he beat Amir Mom just because of the style of the fight. Styles mm-hmm. make fights. And his style was made to beat Amir Mom. Mm-hmm. Like, now... We have an official blueprint of how to beat Amir Mom. Stay if you can take a punch yeah. and you can stay pressed and you can pressure him, yep. you're gonna win that fight. And it's funny because Amir Mom's blueprint is to beat pressure fighters, but someone's you just have to be you have to keep your foot on the gas yeah. against Amir Mom. Because if you don't keep your foot on that gas, he will box circles around you yeah. and hit you hard. He didn't show up this night. Congratulations to Jose Ramirez and his family. They got that world championship. He's, they're probably going nuts part in California. And I'm not taking anything from from Jose Ramirez. You went in there. You last round, five seconds left. You're still. He's still cutting off the ring. He has the fight in the bag. He's still cutting off the ring. So he. So he outworked him on. He overthrew. He overworked everything, and he mm-hmm. stayed tattooing him. So that's not taking anything away from Jose Ramirez because he did his job. I'm just really disappointed in the performance of Amir Mom. Mm-hmm. Because I had so had such high hopes. Now, high hopes. High, high hopes for him. Because, like, the last time he lost, we didn't see him for two years. Now, with this championship fight, we might not see him ever again. Well, he fought his way back to the spot because he had two other fights that yeah. he won. So, um, I think it this, was three, actually. But so, this could be was, at fault of Don King and his yeah, promotion three fights. As, as promoter. So, hopefully, when he's done with Don King here, uh, things can change for Amir Mom. Maybe he'll get signed in with a better uh, a better promoter that can match him up well. Now, the, the story on ESPN. Now, we're going to go into the story on ESPN Boxing. So, I still... ESPN and Boxing, they get... They get an OKC for me for just effort because I appreciate what they're trying to do with the sport as far as signing top rank and Golden Boy to their own. Every different weekend, they get to promote their own fighters and fights, whatever they do there. Um, they added new features in the, the Watch ESPN app where you can go with, uh, what is it, Around the Horn, where you can watch the fighters warming up. Uh, you can go to there's, there's windows you can go in there and watch the fighters warming up on the mitts before they even go out into the ring. So they got some cool features in place for that. But they made the biggest headline in there, Bob Aaron versus Don King. Now, these are two men who have never fought or entered the ring. But, oh, well, but Don King has fought before, but I think it was with prison shanks. It was a little different. Um, but then Only they, in America. <laughs> exactly is what happened. But it was interesting because it felt like they, they had a sit-down at an Italian restaurant, of all places, 
uh, with like Mark Kriegel, and then uh, I see noticed a little Jewish star sitting on the table. So I guess it wasn't an Italian restaurant, but never been to a Jewish dinner, so I'm not sure. But that was the highlight of that whole weekend, bigger than the actual fights. These are two guys that I thought they were gonna die. I thought they were gonna die sitting there conversating. I'm not sure if they knew who who each other were or anything. I don't know how they're still moving around. You know what? So I'm watching. Kill Bill Volume 2 the other day. <laughs> just just threw it on or whatever. And then it was right after the time where Bud thought he, you know, he buried Uma Thurman and all that blase blase. Anyway, they say that the killer of old people mm-hmm. are R and R. Rest and relax and relaxation or whatever. So yep. I saw that all the time. Yeah. Cause if you Cause have if working, you're yeah. doing yeah, if you stop working. So if you have a job, mm-hmm. you're gonna have that will to get up every day and do Keep your moving, job. Yeah. These guys are in a business. That's been they, these guys are in a business where the sport is old as time. Mm-hmm. There's always been gladiators. There's always been yep. boxing. There's always been that. So these guys ain't never gonna die. No, these guys ain't never yeah. gonna die. It, the, these guys are gonna live mm-hmm. into their hundreds, probably promoting these. As soon as they, as soon as they retire and step we down from being old, we should these two fight to the death. <laughs> just to see how long it'll take. They'll die in training camp. <laughs> yeah. They'll die in training. They will be, it would have to be straight. It would have to be straight. And what's funny about that be respect the rule for promoters? <laughs> they they got to fight first. They got to fight first. <laughs> yeah, no, that's even better. That's actually not bad. Yeah. So the funny thing about these guys, man, is Tim. I had off for one for how long as they do them now. Bob Arum is a name that. I didn't recognize until I got older, but Don King is one of those names that even if you didn't follow boxing, you knew it. You knew a Don King name, whether it's with Ali, whether it's with Mike Tyson. Because, like, growing up, my family didn't follow boxing like that, but just being around and hearing when there was boxing, you know, just being in Virginia and there's a Pernell Whitaker fight or anything like that, or Tyson or anything, you knew Don King's name, man. Mm-hmm. So, like, even not knowing boxing is just... It's, same thing. People who don't follow basketball, you know a Phil Jackson, you know a LeBron, it, and that's just how synonymous Use his name their name as is. Promotion company. Yeah, that's not always a thing you see in boxing because we have main events. That's from less the Duva family. We got uh, Mayweather promotions. Mayweather promotions. That's kind of following Don King, but top top rank has always been one of the top dogs. But it yeah. wasn't Aaron Promotions. It's yeah. top rank boxing. So yeah. So you and the thing is, you know, when you see that crown with Don, mm-hmm. and you know what it is, man. Uh, so it yeah. was just fu- it was just funny seeing them go back and relive all the time, talking about mob bosses and a hey, man putting a hit out on other. I feel kids like we in. should do the same setting like this with actual mob bosses that are you know locked up lifers. Hey, you guys, we, we, what we do is we sit them down. Look, you're already pleaded guilty on these yeah. certain things here. We're gonna take you out of prison and feed you a little bit better than what you're eating now because most mob dons, I always picture are living like you know good fellas. Yeah. In in prison, so I assume there's st- I assume that still happens. So if that's the case, let's just get some actual mafia dons, sit them down, and just tell us the stories that you're already been charging, you know. Or just pr- don't, that's pr- not gonna guilty with yeah, whatever. You already said that that'd be good because like especially like. I'm gonna find out where Jimmy about, Hoffa is. Yeah. Who knows? Well, it's just funny because when they were talking about how. If anything happened to Bob Arum, if he walks off the street, like, if he walks off the street and gets hit by a bus, Don King wouldn't last the next thirty minutes. That's like, insane. That's crazy. How like, would you, you feel got- to get that information from a lawyer? <laughs> hey, how you doing? I, I represent. Uh, how you doing today, sir? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I'm representative for Sonny Iliano, and uh, what we have here is some papers on some allegations made from someone else saying uh, that Don King had a hit out on Bob Arum. Well, this is the the legal notice I have out there. If uh, Bob Arum gets hit by a bus. Uh, you got about 30 minutes left on the planet, just so you know. You know what that reminds me of? <laughs> um, my favorite movie of all time, Godfather. <laughs> and then he said that he was like, you know, if my son comes back when he's trying to get 
uh, Michael Corleone back into the mm-hmm. states from uh, Italy, and he's like, he's like, if he was to get shot or whatever, or get struck by a bolt of lightning, <laughs> I'm gonna blame some of the guys in this room. Like, if, <laughs> like if anything happens, I'm gonna blame one of you guys. I don't care what happens to him. It, like, it better be of natural causes because if <laughs> yeah. anything, if I feel any manipulation is going down, and see. And that's that's like that kind of stuff is like I understand what you want to say mm-hmm. about your uh, about the mob bosses and stuff because yeah. it's kind of like um, Robert De Niro's character in Hands of Stone yep. when you talk about how he couldn't practice or he couldn't what was it he he couldn't sanction boxing in New York City because yeah. of the mob was like you you can't do this here I I wonder how many under the table things that you just don't yeah, know about boxing because this is it's just like what Andre Ward said but he's like yo this is a small sport. This is a small sport. It's not. You don't have a whole bunch of different leagues across. It's like it, this is sanctioned. Yeah. So one thing, uh, Roger Ward was lucky. Um, he was lucky that his career played out the way he did, because I don't care what anybody says, man. The sport of boxing, they blackballed Fifty Cent. He had he had a good thing going that I thought Mayweather kind of messed up with a lot of the fighters he signed, mm-hmm. and I thought the Mayweather promotions would be at a bigger status if him and Fifty didn't fall out. But even when he did his own thing, he he tried to make moves, as many moves as he can. He had a couple fights he promoted on ESPN, but they blackballed him. And a lot of that had to do with his just hip-hop reputation. Well, his hip-hop reputation, but also one of the things that I was reading up on was, especially when Floyd went to jail with mm-hmm. 50 Cent, he tried to take over a lot of the fighters from able to promote 50 Cent being a grimy dude yeah. like he is. So that's kind of why they blackballed yeah. him. It's like, hold on, bro. Well, yeah, we, and, just, we brought you thing, into they, this. They're trying to do the same thing to Jay-Z and Rock Nation. Yeah. And Andre Warren is lucky that he's as big and good as he was because that's what made everybody stay at the table during those negotiations because we may never see another Rock Nation promotion again. I mean, think about it. Like, if you're already established, like, putting you in this perspective, like, say you're a top rank, say you're a golden boy, say you're a Mayweather Promotions, like, yeah, granted, there is pie for all of us to eat, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it is boxing. There's not I enough I keep the pie. money in-house. Hey, keep the money in-house, bro. Hey, you're mm-hmm. a rapper. Stay over there. Do what yep. you do. This is our thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, come in. And then me, I'm playing that same thing. I'm playing that same thing. Who are you going to go with? Me, who's been in this business, mm-hmm. done it, or are you going to go with a rapper who just who's mm-hmm. looking out for another venture? Yep. So that's yeah. how I would play everything. It's just like, what is, what, like, honestly, what does Jay Z or 50 Cent know about boxing? Well, 50 Cent, he was an amateur boxer. He did his own boxing. Okay. Trained so by me. He you're, an amateur, bit, you're an amateur boxer. Yeah. Yeah. I was an amateur not a, boxer. And I'm not a promoter either. So, yep. Yeah, yeah exactly. Point. So it's just like, hey, look, I've been here from the Giz- or even Bob Arum. Yep. I've been in this game for 50 years, bro. Yeah. I already know how this works. I got the ins, I got the outs. And this is the reason why, and this is the reason why you have schools like Duke. You have schools like Kentucky mm-hmm. that are always going to get North those Carolina. top recruits. North Carolina, they're always going to. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, bro, come on. Okay, you can go. You can go to Florida State. You know, it's a really good school. It has a really good program. <laughs> but look at look at my reputation. Yeah. Everything behind that. I, I actually tried to do a bracket. Me and Dante did a bracket. Why? Because Why? I, want, I wanted to just have games to watch. And on the app, you have to do the bracket just yeah. to watch the games. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Every game we picked, I think, for the first <laughs> every single one was wrong. <laughs> now, is there something for like getting every game wrong? Look, is that possible? Look, for you to fill out the perfect bracket, you have a better chance of hitting the lotto twice. The only, I think the only one who has was an autistic kid, right? And it's <laughs> in it still is luck. Mm-hmm. It oh, still yeah. is luck. Oh, yeah. There's no there's no possible way. There's that's no the, possible way. It's the biggest. I have never yeah. filled out a bracket in my life. Smart man. And that's, that's the first time and, I've ever done it. And, and I'm never and, doing it again. If I have to because, watch the games on these apps, never do it again. And that's because I've been watching college basketball for the longest time and you can't predict that you yep. 
rankings only matter with women's with women's basketball. Wait, what? Wanking? Rank, <laughs> oh, ranking. Ranking, not wanking. Oh, sorry. Just want to make sure. Wanking only matters in women's women too. Yeah. Still. Okay, okay. still yeah. But I don't no. know about women's basketball if that's your thing. I mean, that's okay. Whatever. Teach his own. Now the, I, Diggins. Now the IBF ordered Arthur Betterby versus Jürgen Brammer. Why did I feel like is Jürgen Brammer now the default guy that we want to put champions up against just to just for somebody to beat up on? <laughs> it's because I'm starting to feel this way here. Because he, he entered the, the, the World Boxing Super Series and beat Rob Brandt, who I was hoping to win, and then pulled out because of the flu. And now he's getting ordered to fight uh, Arthur Bitterbeef. I wonder what uh, I wonder if it's going to be an STI for him to you know come out of pull out of the bitter beef fight if that actually happens. So I mean, Jurgen Brammer, this is a guy that every time I watch him fight, it's 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 always weird and awkward to watch him fight. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm watching like some kind of serial murderer that's forced to be in the ring because well, like I'm not the most technical fighter. Forty nine and three with thirty five knockouts. I mean. He's got. He's, he's put in the work. Yeah, he has. I mean, beat. I mean, lost to Nathan cleverly, mm-hmm. but I mean, he has the record. And then this is kind of one of those things, like that. One of the things that we've always appreciated mm-hmm. uh, PBC for doing is you put an up and comer or mm-hmm. a champion or something yeah. like that against somebody who's very well tested and has a good and name. So I mean, you, a guy who's had yeah. forty nine, who's had you know fifty, more. 50 plus fights. Yep. Artur Better Beef has 13. This should be easy work for him, yeah. I mean, you, you yeah. never know how this is going to play out. That's true, that's true. I mean, obviously, you got a crafty guy in there who, who's found a way and managed a career of 49-3. and three. He's done something right, but we'll see how how this plays out if Jurgen Brammer decides to take the challenge since the IBF order is it. If Jurgen Brammer doesn't take it, then I think it becomes a voluntary defense at that point or they or the order the next person. Who, you, the who would you take on this? I'll better be knock him out. Yeah. yeah this should be easy. That guy looks, that guy's a machine looking. Yeah, he, he's not real. He's not a human. He's not a real person. Him or Dimitri Bibble. To me, he was the first one out of the boy band they made for the Europe in, in these Eastern Europeans, and then when they were done with the product, they're like, "Ooh, we're not gonna be able to sell you." So yeah, we're gonna put you here, and you're, you're going to fight with your fist and face. Do you remember? Um, do you remember the movie Soldier with Kurt Russell, where they genetically engineered mm-hmm. those new super soldiers? Mm-hmm. That's what I feel it about. Came out at Demi- the same time as Universal Soldier. Yeah, that, that's how I feel about um, Bitter Beef. Bitter Beef and Demetri Bivol. Yeah, I just look. Those are the Dolph Lundgrens mm-hmm. of. Now. Of now, exactly. You guys were created in a lab for violence, and since the war is over, <laughs> you're going to box. Now, we had two postponed main events fights the same night uh, for uh, other dates. One disclosed for June 23rd, which is my man Billy Joe Saunders, who's just... Who wins just, the internet every <laughs> single every single week. He says something that's just hilarious. I love this so, guy. Man. He's becoming more and more of one of my favorite fighters of all time. Hold on. I wasn't going to bring it up, but of course I sent it to you because yeah. just because I know you love everything that he does, says I, or does. Ever since... The, the hookers and alcohol comment, I've just been, I've been man crushing this dude. He's just, I've, I've never had, I don't know if I've had a bigger idol in life, you know, just because. So we got David Lemieux uh, goes to Twitter uh, <laughs> and it shows him one feedback. It's hard to beat a person who never gives up, Babe Ruth. And then you got the retweet <laughs> with the caption on here. Unless your name is Billy Joe Saunders. <laughs> just leave him alone. Now, now, look, look. How great would it be if um, David Lemieux blocks him? Listen, listen, listen. Um, no, if you block him, 
that you're wrong. No matter how much David, no matter how much Billy Joe Saunders trolls you, if you block him, you lost you twice. twice. You cannot let him do this. You just you got you can mute him because nobody knows if you can mute him. That way you don't have to. If you do this, that just shows that you're too. Yeah, like you, 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 you stop boxing know, right you, now. Stop you, boxing. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you're, this is the only internet bullying I approve of. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, well, actually, I approve of all internet bullying, but this, <laughs> this, this is. This is what these kids get mad over and they talk about. Look, this is internet bullying. Mm-hmm. Internet bullying's okay because like, look. This you is where you don't up. have to read them. You don't have you don't have to read them. Especially once you see that uh <laughs> tag, once you see it's from Billy Joe Saunders. This is I got one of my screen, one of my bro. one of my good friends. I don't open up any of his text messages. Oh, uh, never. I'm standing right here. No, no, <laughs> not no, no not, not you. I open it. No, one of my one of my best friends, man, his name is Bobby. Every single time he gives me a text message, it's never anything good. Oh. So, if you same with Billy Joe Saunders. Matter of fact, my homeboy, he gave me another one of my homeboys sent me a text message. And it was a screenshot text message from my other homeboy who I don't answer. He was like, hey, yo, send Carvin this message because he's not going to open it. If I, <laughs> if I like, like, no, he, he, de- he dead, dead serious did that to me just because I'm I like, look, I'm not. Yeah, it just. Just like uh, Billy Joe Saunders, man, the goat of Twitter, man. That's right. He's so great, man. He's hilarious. The other postponed fight with my man Terrence Crawford and Jeff Horn. Who uh, Jeff Horn had to talk a little smack there, but he, you know he was in. He kept a little respectful, but he still eased off a little. But you know he just made his one comment. If you think if you're so good, fight me with one hand. I would have said the same thing too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Just fight. Just fight. Because that's the only way. If yeah. he has one hand, that's the only yeah. way that you're yeah. gonna have. I, no, I'm seriously. Please fight. Yeah. Because so, that's the only way. Yeah. And then exactly. you heard what Terrence Crawford said after that. Exactly. He's a, he's a, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna beat the sh- out of you. Yeah. And then so, in those exact same words, yeah. and we all believe that too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Jeff Horn, I, I see what you're trying to do. It's just it, taking it back to the basketball court. They'll be like, oh, I'll give you that shot. You want to give me the shot because, you know, I can drive past you every time I want. Yeah. So you better take your, you better take where you can get it. If yep. Terrence Crawford has one hand, then you may have a chance. Yeah. Even then, I'd still give Terrence Crawford the, the nod uh, over you. So Yeah, I feel like if you're going to beat Terrence Crawford, you have three rounds to do it because if he figures you out, you're going to have a long night and get your butt beat down. Um, and that's it, assuming he doesn't have you figured it out by round one. Because that's why, if you notice, most of his style is he doesn't pick a side or a nope. side until throughout the fight is done. But those two post- postponed fights for later dates, June 23rd is going to be Billy Joe Saunders and Martin Murray. Uh, to be dated still for, not sure yet, with Terrence Crawford, Jeff Horn. You know who still doesn't have a fight, actually? I, not even just to bring it up. Uh, my man, uh, Duck Dynasty, Keith Thurman. Still just May 19th versus blank. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, so it looks like Pacquiao and Freddie Roach break it up. This is the stupidest thing, period. Not that I've read, just period. So first of all, we've been talking about Manny Pacquiao. I think trying this to is re- just scheduling conflict and becoming a, t- a headline. Just because Pacquiao is now in the Philippines at the end of his career as a politician. Freddie Roach is too old to be traveling out there for you, man. So it's got to be a mutual thing, I assume. Nah, I don't think I don't think it's that. I think, look. I think Freddie Roach dropped him, if anything. Whoever got rid of who, I think it's a stupid thing. You got your final hurrahs. 
Finish you're it. not gonna be. You're not gonna be in the corner mm-hmm. of the person who made you famous. Mm-hmm. You guys made each other. You guys built this relationship, and you guys built this to what it together. is together. To built this house together because so, without Pacquiao, free no probably he's, yeah. he's not seven time yeah. trainer of the year. Exactly. And without Manny Pacquiao, you're not going through running through everybody like yeah, it's your did, success man. with so. Manny Pacquiao that brought these other fighters to you. Like Virgil Hunter's success with Andre Ward has, is bringing him all these other fighters. Exactly. And just like with um, uh, there's a story Timothy Bradley mm-hmm. uh. Joel Diaz. Yep. Joel Diaz. He, he, all these fighters, all these Timothy fighters because yep. of Timothy Bradley. Like, I, it's going to be weird not seeing somebody in that, not seeing Freddie Roach yeah. in that corner. It's going to be interesting. Now, I know Freddie Roach, Roach has been in a lot of other people's corner, like um, Jose Ramirez, who just we just saw. Yep. And But at the same time, it's just like, come on. It's one of those things where you do a favor for some, not even a favor for somebody. It's just like, this is family, and I'll do anything mm-hmm. for him. So, yes, I'm going to go over there. So, how are you going to not finish out your corner? But the rest, of, and especially you're gonna try out a new trainer. Yeah. Like, what, what, like, what is this? You already, we already talked about how many times Manny Pacquiao su- supposedly retired. Mm-hmm. So, no, we this want is him gonna, to retire. He's wanted, never once said he's gonna retire, but everybody else. But wants we know, him to but we know yeah. he's, we know he's at the His end. He, the lo- he lost to Jeff Horn, which we saw you had no venom in your mm-hmm. punches. But just, I mean, yeah. Yeah, whether it was a robbery or not, we still don't. I'm picking this to be his last fight. Yeah. Definitely. So why not have Freddie Roach in your corner? It doesn't make any sense to me. Exactly. And, and off of the mystery man you're going to fight, because you don't want to fight Mike Alvarado. Uh, hopefully he does fight Lucas Matisse. Here, why don't you go ahead and get this pulled up here real quick while I explain something. What's that say? Beatable records. Oh, I already got now, that. Now, uh, let's explain. So next week, for those listening now, we will be on vacation for one week. Well, one of us will be on vacation, but we do have to get our work done. So next week, I will be out promoting one of our prior top shows, possibly the Mikey Garcia debate and the Mayweather debate. Uh, those two episodes get a lot of traction on there. So you still will get a show released and something to listen to. So check that out next Thursday. And make sure you tell your friends and family about it. Now, I got 20 boxing records that will probably never be broken. Uh, so I came across this article, and then I posted it on our page. We were going to go over it last week, but it was just too much to talk mm-hmm. about. And then this was kind of crazy to me, just... Just because you think about some of the things, you're, you we we live in the microwave generation now where we always forget the past. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm only 34 years old, I still consider myself an old head when it comes mm-hmm. to certain things. And so I always try to, you know, give due to what we have in the past. So when I came across this 20 boxing records that will probably never be broken, oh, great, great thing. Yeah. So anyway, number 20. Well, we'll just go through some of these, though. Willie Pep, two unbeaten streaks of at least 62 fights. Amazing. Amazing. I met him what? on the day he was indicted in the Boxing Hall of Fame. Really cool guy. How do you have two 62-fight 62 win streaks? That's crazy. That's insane. Like, like, and the thing is, Mayweather. Are these counting street fights? It, it, it don't matter what yeah. they're counting, but it's, it's like funny. It's just like last week when we had the barbershop Wait, talk. It's only 52 weeks in a year. Dude, hey. Remember Mike Tyson fought like twelve times in his first year. If you're not, or like more yeah. times than that, if you're if you're knocking Willie everybody Pitt up, wasn't a puncher like Mike Tyson though. Yeah, man. That Maybe means he was doing fifteen hit. rounds <laughs> of just schooling cats. Yeah, look, man. Look, if you're not getting hit, it could be just a sparring match. That's it right. Ain't nothing, nothing like it though. But that's crazy. So like, just when we had the barbershop talk uh, last week, Amazing. and we were talking about Mayweather being fifty, you know, the greatest. I'm like, and I was like. Look at this, man. When you're talking that about will never we... be broken, and that's twenty. Yeah, I can't wait so. to see nineteen. So, um, 
Wilfredo Gomez, who we've talked about also in Triple G, 17 straight title. knockouts in world title defenses. Wow. That's insane. That's crazy. So not straight only in not, a row. So they say it's wasn't broken. It's, they say it's easier to get to the top than it is to stay there. And not only are you staying there, you're pummeling, you're pummeling everybody walking who gets up here. You're, you're yeah. walking through. It's like, hey, yo, bro. Insane. Hey, so uh, 229 wins. Willie Pep Willie again. Pep again. He was five when he started fighting. <laughs> what, what kind of child labor did you go through? Man, this is this is rough here. This must be his only good pitcher. <laughs> because for real, that's that's probably when he first started. Man, you can't wins. So um, you guys and you guys can find his facebook.com forward slash square circle one hundred one. And just just look these up because they have articles that you can. Uh, Harry Stone, two hundred and twenty-two bouts Boy, without being stopped. Is that a good stopped. boxing name or what? Harry Stone. Yeah, or a porn name. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Harry Stones. Harry Bones. <laughs> Harry Stones. Yeah, two hundred and twenty-two fights without being stopped, man. Without being knocked out, that's kind of that's that's mm. a feat in itself. That's gonna be my new rap. AK. It's gonna be Harry mm-hmm. Stoned. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez, eighty-seven in the old start. It was career, so um, and it was just still going a good back. number. Still a good number. Taxi drivers or not, still still beat them. Got them out of there. Mm-hmm. But this is just professionals like, in Tijuana. Yep. Whatever it is. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, Pete Rademacher. Rademacher fought his first world world heavyweight title fight in his first pro his pro debut. Wow, they must have found this dude in the crowd. Well, I mean, Lomachenko was the second fight. Yeah, but that was star power and money behind that one. Who? Yeah. Never heard of Pete Rodemiker. Yeah, but like I mean, she's got a record. Know him now. For that to ha- can we yeah, go to that- box rec and see what his record is? Yeah, let's find this out real quick here. As we, as we get to number fourteen, because uh, uh, we only have three fights to talk about since we don't have a show next week. Let's see this Peter Rodemaker. R A D E M A C H E R. Give me a R. Give me an R. Unbeatable records. This is amazing. Seeing we're at 15 right now, and 15 for this is well, this ranking is obviously debatable, but so far I am impressed. 16 and 7 with one draw. So, first world fight, who's it against? Floyd Patterson? <laughs> Floyd Patterson. Wow, and, that sucks for and you, bro. <laughs> look, it looks. <laughs> yeah, they found him in the g- crowd. This guy's from Washington. Oh, man. Yeah, Did, what was that fight? What was that fight held? Can you look Seattle. Oh, what? Yeah, it was at oh. Six Stadium, Seattle. Learned a little bit of Washington State history. I like it. I like it. Wow, yeah. that's that was an accidental tie-in. We're they, not. They were just. They were probably. Just, they, were, they were just probably looking for somebody. Yeah, because they probably had 15, a scheduled date and couldn't find a fighter. He's he's wow, poor guy. <laughs> fifteen and seven. His role, pro, boxer, promoter, referee, judge. So he he had all oh, cylinders, yeah. man. So, wait. He, yeah, he was probably one of the refs. <laughs> he stopped this his guy own did, fight. He did everything. He's got to right. be dead. If not, we're going to look this man up and talk to him. Henry okay. Armstrong, five world title fights in 22 days. What? This guy, so, I know his name is up there yeah, for of all, all time greats. All time greats. So, so this is one of those reasons why. That's once a week. That's, once a, that's basically once a week you're over here. Man, I mean, he's looking at Tyson like you lazy bum. Hey, so we over here. Get, we over here getting it in. Um, Thirty-three days, world's shortest title reign by Tony Conzoneri. 
Canzanari. Canzanari. Sounds like he came from a good family looking at the guy, the you know Italian what? guy. You know what? I, I really can't wait. I can't wait to hear what your pop says about this episode. Oh, he's going to love it. He's going to love it. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah I, knew, this... I knew Canzanari growing up. <laughs> Danny O'Sullivan. Hey, There's another He bitch. owes me five he bucks. He owes me this, five this. bucks, this guy. <laughs> uh, Danny O'Sullivan knocked down 14 times in a world title fight. Talk about Will. That's that's <laughs> you want motivation. You think of Danny Sullivan who never quits. Yeah. Now I told him after the second round to stay down, but he just kept coming. Hey, you gotta blame the corner. You get <laughs> where's the corner at, man? Come on, bro. Throw in the towel. Hey, um, <laughs> <laughs> Fritzy Zivic, most losses by world champion, sixty-five. <laughs> I don't even understand how that's even I'm not even going to detail look you guys can look this up you guys can look this up <laughs> it's, it's, it's already tough to have a name like Fritzy in the game but, but hey so he did something right to keep getting these world title shots but ten, man I bet you he had a rough time after his career was over that's this is one we were alive for yeah. and we actually wouldn't it's George Foreman 21 years in between world title reigns that's amazing because this yeah. is a man who was Feared and looked to as an evil man and mean, even yeah. though he was uh, the only African American to wave the American flag during the civil rights thing at his time. So that, so he showed a lot of pride there. It was a very quiet man who disappeared from boxing and came back the opposite of what he was. Smiley all, big and cuddly, mm-hmm. and won a world title in that comeback. So not yeah. bad. And then so just going over, just going over here, um, he beat... Was it Smoking Joe Frazier in '73, mm-hmm. and then he he made his comeback and then he beat uh, Michael Moore in '97. Knocked him out. Uh, knocked him out, and so I remember I remember that I remember fight. That I didn't watch I didn't watch it, but I do remember him. It was a big deal. A, Very big so deal. So you got to think. I got a nice most people, picture most of being people, George Foreman. When I was most a kid. people don't even have a twenty year reign mm-hmm. or mo- a twenty year career. Yep. To be twenty one years in between, you winning championship titles. That's some. That's Talk some, about like you know what I think I'm start boxing again, honey. It's been 20 years. You know what? It's okay. I can take these young bucks. I got it. I, I got for this. real. So I got this. What's next there? Number uh, 12? No, nah, nine. Peter Marr, 50 first round knockouts. You talking about Woo! getting the job done. That's I got somewhere. somewhere I got somewhere to be. Right? Do yeah, your you job. Wanna, you wanna you wanna look up the record? No, nah, it's just No, oh, okay. It's okay. Oh, well, are we good on time? Uh not really. Okay, let's just keep going. All right. Let me see. Henry Armstrong again, simultaneous world champion three weight division. Huh? That's what. See, that's how. That's how listen, you defend in five listen, weeks. Listen, <laughs> I Terrence, own the sport. Terence Crawford is probably the only one I think who can do that, mm-hmm. and maybe, and well, Andre Ward, you know, mm-hmm. being retired. Yeah, and. Recently, Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather. Mike Garcia only, has Mike the Gar- tools to do yeah, it. Yeah, Mike Garcia. Lomachenko has the tools to yeah, do it. Yeah, Lomachenko as well. So there, there's a few cats that we think can get away with it. Um, right now, Mike Garcia is a champion in two divisions, 135 and 140. So Yeah, so... Ooh, maybe he, so, if he can get four divisions at once, so somebody that, will not So, so far, yeah. that's probably going to be the first one that can be broken, broken if they choose if that. And that's if the, if the governing bodies allow him. To allow it, too. So, and you got to think, too, if... Guillermo Rigondeaux would have beat Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. He still would have been the champion at uh, was it 122 mm-hmm. or something like that. So yeah. So Billy Bird here, 138 what? career knockouts. Woo. Yeah. 
tell me he has 200. Tell me he, uh, tell me he has 300 fights. Look up Billy Bird, 138 career knockouts. Now we do have three fights we are going to talk about here, and only one of them will probably really build. 260 wins, 73 losses. But 138 by KO. That's half. It's uh, he's a 500 fighter basically, but that's 138, dude. You put hey, down. So check this out. 138 KOs. That's still not a high knockout percentage. No, right? <laughs> for me, what your record yeah. is. For me, what your so record old, is. he doesn't even have a photo. For real. Oh, you never know. He's a myth. Wow, these are guys. He might not even be real. Let's these, put his picture. These things are great. Al this, picture is, there. this is great. This man. is so, awesome. So, Jimmy uh, Wild, 104 fighting unbeaten streak. Wow, 104 fight unbeaten streak. So, he went 104 in a row. Where he straight won. So mm-hmm. that doesn't... So if 87-0 and 0 is a thing for pro career debut, that means he had some losses in there and they went on a run. Yeah. He went on a reign yeah, like the Yeah, because the other one Bowl. was the start because uh, Julio Sergio Chavez mm-hmm. was the start of his career. Lynn Wickwar, 470 career bouts. Yeah. I'm surprised you no, even, I'm surprised you have a photo there, man, because... You didn't get paid for your first hundred, probably. You must have been an indentured servant fighting to survive, possibly in a Thai prison. Who knows? Um, I honestly think this one can be beaten. Rob, Robin Deacon, <laughs> 51 consecutive losses. There's a lot of people out there who just box with box. Like, well, you're never going to know him. So I, I think I think that one I can think be, this yeah. guy, look at the photo, sitting on the ground. Yeah. Wilfredo Benitez, world champ at age 17. Wow. That... That can never legally happen again because nobody, I think, will let a pro turn someone turn pro at seventeen again. Lighter weights, maybe. Maybe not in this country. How's that? Okay. Not in this country, and, and it'll be hard for it to be a sanctioned fight. We need an autograph right there on your screen. Reggie, Reggie Strickland, two hundred and seventy-six career defeats. Wow. Well, you're famous for something, Reggie. Yeah. Famous for something. I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah. And Eric Crumble, 31 straight losses <laughs> by <laughs> knockouts, <laughs> bro. <laughs> 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 Who ranked this? <laughs> look, as a fighter, you got to go in there and be like, hey, yo, look, now the last 20 guys beat up by knockouts, so you don't want this streak to stop with you, right? <laughs> yeah. Like you wanna, So listen, so being a Redskins <sighs> fan. Do you remember? Do you remember when the Detroit Lions went zero and sixteen? They went so that year the Pittsburgh Steelers went zero and four in preseason mm-hmm. and won the Super Bowl, and the Detroit Lions went four and zero in preseason. Yeah, and went zero and sixteen, and then they, I think they lost the first two or three games the next year. Yep. You know what team they beat to win to finally get out of that column, right? The Redskins. So the, whoever, so whoever was thirty two on here, who probably got the win but yeah. didn't get the knockout, you're a bum. You're a bum. You're a bum. <laughs> you're, you're a bum. <laughs> Do your job. But should this reggae be flipped? Should the one be number one? <laughs> you're a cold piece. Whoever wrote no, that article, no, man. Because listen, listen. Uh, uh, Nobody. I don't even know. I don't even know. What do you say? Like, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Eric wait. Crumble. I'm wait, sorry, wait, bro. Wait, 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 wait. His name is Crumble listen, too. Listen. I'm a look. I'm a realist. I'm a realist. What do you say? What do you say is the coach? What do you say is the trainer in the corner? Like, come on, you can do this. Obviously, you can't. Because you haven't done it before. <laughs> How many times he knocked out in sparring? <laughs> His last name is Crumble. 
You can't make this up. Look, look, look. That's like Mr. Glass. I mean, Eric Crumble, 30 straight losses by knockout. Do you like, think his nickname like, was Eric the Crumble Crumble? <laughs> look, no. Seriously, like, like, say he didn't get knocked out in the first half of the fight, but he's getting beat up. <laughs> like, is your corner is your corner taking bets? Like, hey, yo, what round is going to get knocked out in? Yeah. Uh, uh, hey man, hurry up! Hey, just hold stop. on! Keep hey, hey, stop! Hey man, hold right. on! We got we ain't got that much time. Let's okay. go. Next is <laughs> going into. The, so we're gonna talk about the next two fight weekends, the twenty fourth and the thirty first. The first one is gonna be Dylan White versus Lucas <laughs> Brown. Dylan, this is a fight that five days ago got picked up by HBO. So this fight is scheduled for the last six weeks, but HBO just decided to pick it up and H and televise it because they think that. He's definitely somebody that can fight Luis Ortiz. He's got a good record. He put on a good fight against um, my man Derek Chisora, which had another entertaining lead-up to it. So he's a guy who's got skills, and he's definitely in talk with a decent record. Lucas Brown is a man who says he's going to knock him out. Do you know who, Do you know anything about Lucas Brown? I know he, talks, he likes to talk a little smack. That's it. All right. He's 25-0 and with 22 knockouts. Ooh. I'm not too... He's from South Wales, Australia. I'm not Ooh. too noticeable, so I'm not going to say anything about yeah. him. Hi, undefeated. Um, high knockout streak, uh, high percentage knockout. So this will be entertaining. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I can't really make a pick. This is I don't know look, on paper looks guy. like a 50-50 fight. I've only seen Dylan White fight two times. So hopefully this is good entertainment. And these are names that we could talk about because I don't want the heavyweight division to be one and done with a Wilder and or Joshua. Joshua. Yes. Yeah, so. Now Alexander Popkin is back on the card against David Price. Now Alexander Popkin was supposed to fight on Deontay Wilder. Guess what happened? PEDs. And then he had another scheduled fight with someone else. I believe it might have been even Anthony Joshua, but he had a PED issue. So now he's back in the ring against David Price, who was a guy who had uh, some high hopes. And then I think he suffered like two losses in a row. Don't that look like a Russian assassin? This is... <clears throat> you know what his one loss was? For Klitschko. Mm. Uh, beat Carlos Tackham. Mm-hmm. Tackham. Christian Hammer, David Price. So. Fox. Yeah. yeah, Mike no. Perez. Alexander Pumpkin, he's, he's a solid heavyweight, and he is a threat, but he does not have the same skill level as an Anthony Joshua, or I don't think he can handle the punch of maybe a Dante Wilder. Now, the biggest fight is coming up on March 31st, two weekends from now, and that's going to be Anthony Joshua versus Joseph Parker. This is a fight I'm actually really looking forward to. I think this is going to be a close, like, on I think it's going to be a better fight, fight than people than, think. Yeah, I think Joshua still uh, gets this win. I think if he overlooks Joseph Parker, if it for could, any if he, reason. If he overlooks him, then Joseph Parker can steal this mm-hmm. one. But I think uh, Anthony Joshua has a bigger fish to fry. So I think he'll be focused enough to know that the money's going to be in a Deontay Wilder fight. Then also at the same time is kind of like how we talked about the Deontay Wilder, Luis Ortiz. Look. The governor sections are going to look out for Anthony Joshua. Joseph so Parker, anything- I'm going to tell you, just like I told my man, the school teacher, Jeff Horn, this is your one moment. You talked a lot of smack. And you put a lot of pressure on Anthony Joshua to get this fight. And this is going down, not in your hometown. So you better do something to change the outcome. You write your own destiny here, and you have a belt that this man wants, that everybody else wants. So for him to have something you have, you better take what he has instead. And uh, what's the great thing about it is... It's unification about. It's unification about, but then also, you know what the best part of the football season is? The teams at the end, when everybody's in the playoff hunt, the, the teams at the teams at the end who have no shot on getting into the playoff, when they spoil it and win, mm-hmm. 
and then they kick somebody out the playoffs. Yeah. They have nothing to fight for, but nope. it's just to ruin your just ruin other your team's game. life. Just so ruin. Joseph Parker, you want to Billy Joe Saunders yeah, the game. That's that's what Joseph Parker's job is. You want to ruin this Anthony Joshua. Deontay Wilder super fight build up and overlook all the rest of the heavyweights. This is what you want to be. I would You're love to be, be mad well. at him for that. Yes, at the yes. same time. Because the thing is, even though you still want to see Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, it's not the same. So this yeah. is this is what your job is, is to ruin that for everybody. Yep. Don't do saw, it. <laughs> don't, don't, you don't do it. get knocked out one round by Deontay Wilder if he, if he wins. But I, I, I kind of hope to do that. But if anything, I, I think this does have the writing on the wall for a good matchup. This could either be boring as hell or a very exciting fight. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I think that's usually the only two options. So make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Squared Circle 101. Don't be too disappointed. About next weekend, we will have some promotions going out there. Trust me on that. And we will be back to you live and direct. Well, we do it live. You get to hear the recordings. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. And tell your friends, tell your family how we win it, man. Remember, you guys, nothing changes if nothing changes. You got to switch it for missionaries sometimes. You might have to go from the back, let it ride a little, however you want to work it. But nothing changes if nothing have changes. Have sit on your face. Hey, I got it real quick. That- I, I, I heard this. My, I found out that my, my, my great uncle, my dad's uncle, was able to use one word, in a set, the same word in a sentence as an adjective, noun, and verb. And it was F-U-U-F and F. Right? Also, mother effort is one of those two. Yep. They, but when you use it in that expression, it's all at the same time. Yeah. Make sure you hit us up, man. I'll see y'all later. Shoot.